pack of jewel pods every fucking day to survive. Well, There's so much money. Dude, no. So I, I didn't know that they didn't do, like, the flavors anymore. That yeah, in Tennessee, it's, apparently, it's just, it's, sadness it's now. just Dude, Virginia tobacco. It's so hard. Mango, well, I, w- mango I wish was I knew. fucking legendary. I wish I knew how that tasted, because all the shit I have is just menthol and Virginia tobacco. I wish somebody on Etsy would make refillable jewel pods that they would just sell because i would buy because i used to have a jewel that's how i started and i would keep it behind my ear and it was the dopest shit i was like a cyberpunk smoker fuck yeah hey how you doing matt welcome to the side quest <laughs> podcast my name is bj i'm luke and i'm matt we did it yeah we did it guys Cold open. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna find a way to keep that in and do like the 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 what you know the intro fuck it editing shit jewel anonymous meeting yeah for real well how y'all doing how's how's the week been since we recorded last i woke up like 15 minutes ago but that's probably better than you having to wake up and then drive over very true yeah i got here i got here for the podcast two days early yeah i forgot you guys did a well yesterday was a labor day labor day see how was that how'd y'all the barbecue fun eating eating good honestly it was exactly what we wanted to be it wasn't exciting it wasn't a lot of emotional effort it was like we're just gonna be lazy bj slept until three o'clock yesterday hell yeah Um, slept even later today yeah slept even later today and uh yeah so I mean, but today was a good day until I walked in the door and dropped the chicken pot pie, the chicken noodle, noodle soup, spilled. I've spilled three things today. It's I'm a mess. I, my blood. I'm sweating right now. I'm just trying to like. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy you guys are here. Me I'm too. happy to be here. I like the, I like doing these. This is really fun. Yeah. Well, Luke. What have you been doing this well, this week? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was, I like a turn of like. No, I, no, I just tried to. Fuck <laughs> no, you're good. No, I really am though. Um, no, it's it's been good. <laughs> really love you guys. Well, <laughs> it was dope. We I had I had Friday off, and then I had Monday off. It was awesome. Man, I wish I had the weekend off. I, I, know, I had to work I, every fucking day. I felt so day. bad. I was like, I want to hang out with Luke. I, but he works, and I understand money, and it, yeah. it's, it's just not fair. I'm hoping, because uh, we're one of our guys is moving from part-time to full-time, I'm hoping that at least lets me have one shift less, but we'll see. I ended I ended this last weekend with about 47 hours of overtime. The week before that, 52. And if this week is going by any any indication, I'm going to end with about 51. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to get them good paychecks, but... But I'm hey, not... but money is money is good. Money is good. And but now I feel like a lot of that money is going to go to my nicotine addiction that I'm starting to 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 form. Maybe who knows? I got one due to the stress of work, so that was it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. There's a whole story. I, I'm like weaning off slowly, yeah. and now it's just turned into once a week, which I'm proud of myself as opposed to. Anytime I felt anxious or depressed, I just would smoke actual cigarettes. And I feel aren't isn't like the the like e-cigs and vaping a little better for you? Is it worse? We don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we well, because I know it started it, it started that way. You talk to. I was gonna say, didn't it start that way? That was the whole point of e-cigs 100%. and stuff. Was like, oh, it's not any of the tar shit. Yeah, you it's don't, just you don't smell of yeah awful cigarettes all the time. And then now I feel like they're just adding so much nicotine to, well, to it. We all. don't have like long term. Now we're starting to get like well, long-term res- results of it. Yeah, so I guess we'll we'll find out. But hey, How fucked we are. But yeah, honestly, we're we're all gonna die. Everything's killing us. 
Yeah. Let's yeah. just let's live our best lives. If, I, mean, if it, I know people that are like, especially here in Tennessee, I know people that are like 79 to smoke a pack a day. Well, that's and, the thing is, I are like healthier than. It. I feel like I feel like like of nicotine of all the addictive because isn't like the is lung cancer from nicotine or is it from the other shit that was in? No, it's oh, it's it's all the carcinogens that are in like tobacco. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. So that's kind of like like nicotine itself isn't necessarily the problem. It's addictive. Actually, uh, there's actually been studies that nicotine is actually really good. Can be really good for brain health. Well, my mom, my mom oh, was because so my mom and dad had both had COVID to the point where they they can't taste or smell anymore. But my mom, because uh, she read online or from some of her like super big health guru people, that nicotine can bring it back a little bit. So she has started doing very small doses of nicotine gum, and it has worked. Whoa. There's been times where she's able to smell again, taste again. I, uh, but she's trying. She she says she doesn't want to get addicted to it. But like the idea of like, oh, you mean all I have to do is just consume nicotine and I get my sense of smell and taste back? Sick. Tell your mom I said welcome to vape nation. <laughs> As I take a big hit of my vape in my Subaru WRX, <laughs> <laughs> pumping trap music. Hell yeah! If that if my mom ever pulled up That's to my not apartment too far like that, from how I actually drive around. <laughs> anytime that uh, me and BJ have like rode with each other up here, anytime I'm in his car, it goes from like Japanese city pop to metal like screamo music to like the dirtiest trap beat rap music to then back to Japanese city pop. Yeah, I've got some weird tastes. I mean, it, it, it's a vibe. Like, ride, riding riding with BJ in the car, especially Passenger, you're like, all right, all right, cool. And then you'll get the occasional, like, video game thing in there. Like, he'll be going through his songs, and we'll hear, like, the Eggman theme song remix. And I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, my uh, my week has been good. Um, since I'm not stressing too hard about, like, Xenoblade's 100-plus hour long runtime that I know I will do and fuck around with. I started playing a lot of less like smaller indie games. I beat Trek to Yomi, which is really fun. It's this samurai game, kind of in black and white. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it originally got me like is goes, it, it's a side scroller. Yeah, it's like a side scroller. Well, two point five D, so you can go like down, like towards the screen and away from the screen. But it's like yeah, mainly okay. kind of side scrolly. Uh, it's got kind of that same vibe that like uh, Sifu kind of has in the combat system, where it it is directional based and. It, it's a really fun game. Definitely recommend it. It's on Game Pass, so that's good. Um, played a little bit more Saints Row. I feel like I've played enough that I'm like, yeah, I know how I know what I'm expecting from this. Did you get your hundred dollars out of it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I got a steelbook. <laughs> the steelbook looks really nice on my shelf. Sorry, so yes, I'm not gonna, no judging, no judging. This is hey, a judge-free zone. It's a judge-free zone, but I did get my hundred dollars worth. That steelbook looks really nice on the shelf. So that doesn't warrant a hundred bucks to me. I'm I'm a fucker, so whatever. <laughs> Um, mainly been watching, I'm catching back up on Black Clover, um, I'm on like episode 40 something, I think. Is it good? Yeah, I really, I really like Black Clover, it's just one of those anime that, it, the pacing of the anime is weird, because they do it just like the manga, so like, there'll be episodes that end super abruptly, because that's when the manga chapter ended for like this section, so they're like, like it'll be a dude who like, He'll like what normally in like I feel like in like Bleach, Naruto, or some other anime would normally be like the middle of an episode is where they end an episode, and so the the which granted I'm binging it so I can just kind of skip through a lot of the like recaps and and things like that, but it's really fun. I I would say that it is a uh, nice by the way. Uh, it's uh <laughs> sorry. It, 
it's it's if fairy tale is really good like that's the vibe Ooh, i get from yeah. from black clover because like i liked fairy tale but it, it just it i don't know like there was something about it that i'm like eh. black clover has that same vibe but like the fights are better the the stakes i feel are better and again so far not every villain you meet turns out to be a good guy who joins their team later anyway so like I I'm liking Black Clover a little better. Plus I think Aust- of the two I like Asta more than Natsu. So I that- like Asta. Black Clover. So yeah, Black Clover's good. Reading reading more Bleach. I'm in the I'm about to enter the Wake of Mundo arc in the manga. Uh, that manga's still great. Probably the best way to experience it because well, I watched the anime recently. Reading the manga is a whole different beast because of the art style is it's a lot more violence like in the in the anime they they kind of censor it for tv and for consumption of like you know teenagers but the manga is like full-on like like cuts into somebody is like an actual cut like you see like a jagged line and blood spread out that um and like there's moments where people get cut in half or in the anime they just kind of got a little stab and poke and dead it's full-on it's violent in the manga that's what i can't wait for the chainsaw man oh dude because like, one of the things I couldn't stand about, like, Naruto is that, like, until you start getting, like, into Shippuden, that, like, it's just not bloody. <laughs> well, in the manga, it's a lot more violent. Like, because they do censor a lot of stuff for anime TV, because oh, a lot yeah, of it was... I mean, it makes sense. I just, I just want more well, yeah. well, violence that... and real fighting. Yeah, Chainsaw Man and, ironically, both Chainsaw Man and Bleach are, in, in Japan at least, are airing later. So they both get to go more violent, more, you know, raw. Which, for Chainsaw Man, is going to be great because, Jesus Christ, it gets fucking violent. And then for Bleach, at least in this arc, the Thousand Year Blood War, the beginning, it, the start of it is like full-on heads are rolling, people getting cut all over the place, death and destruction. I, uh, I'm I, hyped. I bought two shirts off Etsy. Oh, yeah? I showed B, BJ uh, Chainsaw Man shirts. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll show them to him. I'll bring them up right now. But they are dope. I got a Makima one, and then the darkness devil oh, with, all the, yeah. with all the astronauts and uh it's pretty sick i speaking of that because i know bj wants to get that as a tattoo i finally have i think i've picked which out my one? tattoo what what which what does want to get as a tattoo the darkness devil like the astronaut stuff the, the astronauts i don't know where but i want it this is probably what if, if you had it just going up your spine that would be pretty fucking sick well then i think you had said back tattoo would be pretty good for that one yeah I want to get this somewhere. I think that's what I'm gonna do for our, for your birthday. Is the Ichigo hollow mask like Ooh. breakaway? That's probably what I'm gonna do for that. Dude, I'll... Here it is. Oh, that's fucking good for Makima. Uh-huh. Ooh, that's good. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been doing is reading a little bit of manga. Um, I watched uh, because I'm, I'm wanna, I want I want to watch the new Dragon Ball Super movie in theaters. I watched all of the movies currently, like Battle of the Gods, Resurrection F, and Broly. I heard it wasn't too bad. Apparently, it's really good. People are getting hype, so I'm I'm, I'm excited to see it because it's it's the part of Z that I love the most, which was Gohan and Piccolo being like the actual father son duo that we needed, because um, they're the main characters. Because Vegeta and Goku are training, like they always are. So they were like, all right, Gohan's the main character. I'm like, good. So I'm I'm hyped for that. I want to see that. But Bro- the Gohan's Goku son. Yeah. It's his first son. Originally, and I, I still stand by this opinion, should have been the protagonist of Dragon Ball Z, and they should have kept Goku dead. That was the that was the whole point of the Cell Saga. They were going to phase Goku out. He was going to stay dead, and then it was going to be Gohan's story. But then people fucking hated that so much that they had to 
changed the Boo arc around to bring Goku back, and that's why a lot of the lore gets broken in the Boo saga. Well, it, it, it sucks too, because like instead of making Gohan like this really cool warrior, he's just this really shitty nerdy dad now. Like he like in this, I saw a clip of the Super movie. Instead of going like he literally gets um. He literally, like, he won't pick up his own daughter from school. He has to get Piccolo to do it because he's so close to finding a breakthrough on some butterfly, like, research. And Piccolo's like, are you really that much of a fucking nerd? What happened to the fighting? And Gohan's like, I don't do that anymore. And it's like, you fucking tool. He was the coolest character in Dragon Ball Z, for me at least, besides Trunks. Future Trunks was, like, god-tier level. But, uh, yeah, it just sucks that they did that. And that's why people like superheroes because... It, it gives Gohan something, and it like it's his movie. It's not like, oh, don't worry, Goku's going to come by at the end to, to win the day like he always does. It's like, no, it's it's Gohan's movie. That's another reason that people like History of Trunks so much is because Gohan is the hero in that one. He didn't just fuck off and become a scientist or whatever. Did you play uh, all the DLC for uh, Kakarot? Uh, yes. Well, how was the future Trunks DLC? It's like the actual like how you know the future became a thing. It uh, it was pr- it was good. I mean, it was. I thought it was a little bit better than the main game because I guess they had more time to work on it and everything. But I really liked it. I'm probably gonna try playing that soon just because I'm in like a draggable mood. I've been seeing a lot about Xenoverse Three recently. Hey, I'm I'm down for that if that's the case, especially if it's got the money that Kakarot had. Because Kakarot was I think was really good. Yeah. But uh, that's been what I've been doing mainly, just more manga, more anime. A little more video games than I have been, because I've actually had, you know, told myself I'm going to at least play some shorter ones. That's dope. So, yeah, that's been my week. It's been pretty good. Cool. Uh, Matt, you want to yeah. go? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like it'd be after me, we can have BJ lead into uh, Xenoblade, which we postponed last week. Um, yeah, I've been playing more Battlefield and uh, watching... House of the Dragon, the third episode came out on Sunday. Me and BJ and the rest of the people here watched it. Our, uh, I heard people were like telling, saying Matt Smith needs like an Emmy or an Oscar, whatever the fuck, even though he didn't speak a word in the third episode. It was awesome, dude. Hell it yeah. was such a good fight scene. BJ even said he was like, that he, want, he wants to like get into it. I'm now. very interested in watching the rest it, of the show now. It's, it was so dope. They, they had this battle with the, the Crab King, Crab Prince, and he. Um, they're like hiding his like all these people are hiding in these caves by the sea and they like can't get they can't like get a fight because they keep retreating and then people like they keep on shooting arrows at them and so they're like we need somebody to to like you know like bring them out and so Matt Smith goes with like a white flag to lure everyone out and they all come out and then all of a sudden he starts killing people and he starts they start firing arrows and then as, as he's like getting cornered like a dragon comes and just burns everybody and he's like running 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 just killing people running running and then he goes into the cave after the the, the uh, crab prince and then it like has this really honestly I, mean, I sadly didn't show the fight because they just have him drag out literally like his torso is cut right along his stomach and he's just dragging his upper body with like out like from the cave and it's with like his little like intestines coming out it was so awesome sounds fucking badass it's some metal shit right there yeah it was it was really cool because it was like he came up with this whole plan 
that could have gotten him and the rest of his army killed because he was so fucking pissed at the king for finally being like, okay, I'll send you some aid. And then he just has this reaction where it's like, it's been 20 fucking years. Why now? Yeah, and he's like, I, I don't I don't need your help, actually. And he, so now he's like willing to just do whatever it takes just to, to say that he doesn't need his brother's help. I'm glad Matt Smith is doing this because the last thing... It's so thing he, fun seeing him. Well, the last thing again. he did was Morbius, and I definitely think this is a nice palate cleanser Because he's that a great shit. actor. Oh, he's phenomenal. Like, his run of The Doctor was great. Um, I've loved him. Like, anytime I see him in a movie, like, I'm like, oh, it's Matt Smith. He does he, a lot of cameos. He's, yeah, yeah, he does. I'm glad that he's getting, like, a, I guess, a lead role, I guess, mm-hmm. in this show. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like he definitely needs it. People need to see him more. Kind of in the same way. Like, I thought... Uh, the guy who played Vecna, Jamie Bauer, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Great actor. But, like, and that was the role that people kind of needed to see him in that I think now he w- he should get more offers and more roles. Hopefully, you know, in, in the live-action Berserk. Uh, Netflix. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully. Hopefully. Nah, that, well, hey, he's got the Netflix connection, so maybe. Yeah. And then I watched Ring of Power. Uh, yeah, Rings of Power. All right. With Kevin. What did you think? Because it's the first two episodes, right? So. Or did you only watch the first one? first two okay so coming into it i was really skeptical and i had a lot of doubts but i honestly didn't want to hate it because i I was telling like i I didn't want to watch it because i didn't want to hate it because hating it would be like it would just be like i'd get so angry and i wouldn't i just hating something that i love like from a universe that just it would be exhausting to me and it would be sad it'd make me sad like so i just didn't want to hate it but i did not think it was going to be good and it's really pretty. Um, I knew visually it was going to be really good because they spent the fucking money on this show. So I knew visually, like CGI wise and, and like sets and whatever they do was going to be like really fucking gorgeous. Just because, yeah, like all the all the like the things they've shown on that side I was like cool. They're at least putting effort there, right? But it's missing something. It feels soulless, and I can't I can't put like a I can't like even Kevin was like like asking me like. Like, just explain, like, why. And I just was like, I can't. Like, I can't put words to it. It just, it doesn't feel like it has the same, like, soul. It, it just, it's, it feels like a, like, uh, yeah. I just, it's really hard to describe, but it doesn't feel like, because then going over to House of the Dragons, I'm liking that way more. And I don't know barely as much as about the universe. I'm definitely not as, like, into the universe as I am. That know, definitely like, might be... Rings. That might be, like, part of it, because, like, you are so invested in Lord of the Rings, you know it so much that, like, you see you see something or you can feel it more there when it's not quite there. Whereas, like, Game of Thrones, you're like, yeah, I saw Game of Thrones. And well, like, there's, like, things that, like... I, I think the casting has something to do with it, from what I've seen, because it feels like Amazon was just like, okay, we need this character, that guy is this character, we need this guy, this well, guy like, is that guy. Well, like, there's a couple guy. things, like, like, the hairdos... I actually I he showed me a picture of Celebrimbor and I was like who's in it which I was like when he's Celebrimbor I actually got so excited I was like yes yes Celebrimbor fucking rocks yes but and, and but in it the ghost of him has like law in, in the video games you know we're talking about for people who don't know uh, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War um, is he has you know the long elvish traditional elvish hair and we were watching um Oh, Silence of the Lambs yesterday. There's a character in it, and I was like, he literally looks like has the exact same weird haircut. To, um, to be fair, can you on pull the up game, that, that picture? 
To be fair yeah. on the games, though, uh, they also fuck with continuity in those games too. Oh yeah, especially, like especially like, with like the Spider Lady. Is, is, yeah, the, yeah, Shelob is Shelob is super hot in the Shadow of Mordor and, and games. Chick, yeah, yeah, and then like and a couple but, like. But I'll things. tell you, Celebrimbor looks like an elf. He does. This guy does not. And then the guy who plays young um, Elrond looks like Harry Styles, <clears throat> like his hairdo. Well, isn't this? It, this is supposed to be like the creation of the rings, right? Isn't that the whole point of this show? Or yeah, no? yeah, it's, it takes place in the Second Age. Um, and so the second age. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nah. Yeah. It's just weird. Celebrimbor looks like Papa from Stranger Things. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. No, I I totally get that because like even even I would watch and go, Yo, dude, what? It just is weird. Yeah. And it, like to be fair though, which it which is really interesting, the dwarves' hairstyle is literally like looks canonically like every every dwarf we've ever seen. Even I feel like it's very hard to fuck that up though. Like, I don't know. It's, well, I, it, yes, we've seen a lot of elves. We literally see armies of elves. Well, like but and the, Rivendell, and we've seen we see all these elves, and we know they all look. Well, I get because like I guess the thing with like is like dwarves in any media, whether it's Lord of the Rings, Dragon Age, wherever, they all have a distinct like dwarf okay, feel. Okay, I feel and, like you can't. The fuck... Elves are like well, no. noble, well, have long hair and 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 pointy ears. Okay? Again, well, that's the thing. For for some people, it's like there's so many elves in so many different pieces of literature. I'm not saying that they... You just look at Lord of the Rings because that's what they should have done. But, like, I, I feel like dwarves don't change too much in whatever medium they're in. Elves can be anything. As long as the ears are pointy, they're an elf. But... Having the context of what Celebrimbor looks like in the games, this is you know, what, you also know what el- damn well they did not look at the fucking on. games. But also what elves look like in the Lord of the Rings universe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look at look at Legolas, and then look at this guy. Yeah, or look it, at yeah. literally any other elf. I feel like I feel like it should have just been like I don't know. Like to me, based on that picture and the few things I've seen online, is I think a lot of people have your opinion where it's like it was good, but it off. Well, it's interesting. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. It has, it displays as an eighty-five percent because that's the critic score, but the user review score is thirty-five, and or it's thirty-eight or something like that. And Amazon on their webpage blocked user reviews for seventy-two hours, and I'm like, come on, that's so. I I tend to not because I was telling BJ I don't know anybody that's that's trying like. Like it's not too. There's, there, no one has been talking about review bombing. They, I've never seen talking about review bombing or anything that it's like it's like taking a big political stance on something to where like people are like, I'm going to review this because it's against my morals. Like I, there's nothing, yeah. and I was I was honestly anticipating a little of that. Haven't honestly haven't seen it, and that's me being like, what I was expecting to see. Haven't seen it, so I don't see like a reason to. But yeah, they're trying to protect themselves, and I'm like, that's pretty. I mean, it, at the end of the day, the viewers are it, if they if they lose money on this show, then they I I think Amazon might have more like of a they might try to do a season two or do more, unlike Netflix where when shit goes, the shit hits the fan they cancel it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I th- I think realistically it's gonna be because right obviously right now it's just the first two episodes of like what an eight episode season I think it is. Yeah, I mean they're going. I think this the third episode might be out by now. Yeah, so I know that they're. It's like with it's like with She Hulk, I I don't like She Hulk right now, dude. That but I we've all seen the 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 scene the scene and I that was like that that was so stupid. Okay, if we're talking about the twerking scene, 
I don't yeah. mind it because it's a fucking post-credit scene. People are freaking out like that happened mid in the episode. The whole episode goes, and you see the whole episode with all the plot that's supposed to happen, and then that happens after the credits hit. And I'm like, oh yeah, it was a goofy post-credit scene, whatever. And I go online, and people are freaking the fuck out about it. Because I don't. I, my thing is, I'm like, we've had jokes as post-credit scenes before. Like we've had we've had goofy ass post credit scenes, so that that didn't bother me. What bothers me is a lot of the other writing choices they make throughout the show. That was just a, a one off gag that was after the credits, so I don't give a shit about the twerking scene. That doesn't hinder the the writing of the show of like opening to the credits because that's the show. Anything they do post credit, unless it's like a here's what we're gonna use for the post like like the the Moon Knight post credit scene with uh uh Jake. That's cool. Yeah. Cause- that's, but that was also at the very end of the show. They didn't have a post-credit scene throughout I don't know. the show. I feel like, well, in in general, She-Hulk the show is supposed to be less serious than Mo- like than Moon Knight, uh, which I think Moon Knight's their best thing they've put out this whole fucking phase. Oh, oh, Moon Knight's uh, we, the we, best. We're talking. I think this this phase has been it's been bad. It's been trash. Shang Chi, Moon Knight, <laughs> Loki. That's about it for me. Everything else Not, is been- uh, um. Scarlet, what's the uh, Black Widow? Division? No, Wandavision. It's fine. Okay. I I, just, I, I, I like the last half of Wandavision a lot more than I, the first half. I liked the vibe, like the idea of like each episode is a is an era of sitcom was cool. But I'm like, I didn't give a shit. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was fine, but like, it was. I just, heard it was not it, fine. It was just well, like the Doctor Strange bits were great. But like the whole Illuminati shit and all the cameos and it just it took away from the Doctor Strange part of the of the movie. Like they they had too much. I, I think going this on. is gonna be DC's time to real really show. Not 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 right now. It should though. They, fuck that. They just they just hired a guy to do their ten year plan, but they now have to plan out ten years. And they also nuked a fucking movie that was finished. Yeah, fucking Batgirl. Really? It was it was ninety percent done. They were in post production, or like they were literally finishing CGI and doing whatever. And and Warner or Discovery because they bought Warner Brothers canceled it as a tax write off, so they can't release it. Dude, that's that's wild, dude. Sometimes I think you you've seen Arrested Development, how maybe becomes like a writer mm-hmm. for movie. Sometimes I think that like that's what we need. It's just like one of us or just like a kid. Just to, to write stuff, because I the thing is, you need execs and other stuff. Just like screw over. Well, like say what you will about Zack Snyder's whole Justice League situation of like Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League. At least he had a plan. DC hasn't had a fucking plan since they fired him. Ever since the 2017 Justice League movie came out, everything after that was just like I don't know, fucking throw something at the wall and see if it sticks. And some of them have. Aquaman made a billion dollars. I don't know why, but it did. Uh, Shazam was fun. I I, I enjoyed Ewan McGregor in the Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> the Batman was good. Uh, the Joker was great. Batman I loved the Suicide Squad. And the Suicide Squad was also. That's the thing is this is the Batman, the Suicide Squad, and Peacemaker were like the first time where I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm down for. But I feel Peacemaker like is still- the best superhero TV show that's come out in the past five years. Yeah, no, it's great. I think that's more than what Marvel has to say. I mean, yeah, so far Marvel's shows have been okay at best, with the exception of Moon Knight and Loki. Those are the only two that I've like walked away with going, holy shit, this is great. I think Moon Knight was exponentially better than Loki, because they kind of made Loki a, a trope. They kind of flanderized him in the show. But like, if they come out with Daredevil, 
and it's like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then I will fucking go ballistic. I, I really hope that Daredevil is just season four, where it continues on from the fucking Netflix show. Because Jesus Christ, Daredevil, like, that has been some of the best superhero TV Probably, yeah, for a while. Where, like, the first three seasons of Daredevil are amazing. Yeah. I think Daredevil, season one of Punisher, and I actually really like season one of Luke Cage. I know a lot of people didn't, but I just fucking love the vibes. And the episode where it's actually Power Man and Iron Fist, so fucking cool. Yeah, they, I don't know. Again, I understand why the MCU's doing it because it's safe but like i I've, I've said this before and i really think that this phase feels off because there's not a set like character like from from the beginning of the mcu the main characters were cap and iron man like and that was just always the thing in the first avengers movie they were the targets they were the the guys yeah yes you had black widow and hawkeye and thor doing stuff but it was really tony stark and Steve Rogers, and that that continues into the next phase, especially with Age of Ultron, and then Civil War, and then like the fucking Avengers movies, Infinity War, and whatnot. They were the main characters, and they yeah. led the whole like first three phases. We don't have I, that. I yeah yeah. I mean, Guardians to me is actually like some of is like one of my favorites. Um, I love Guardians. But I think I think the first <clears throat> Guardians movie is perfect. I think it's so, so long to come great. out with three. And that's what I think they need right and now. That's that's who that guy we were talking about who's playing Adam. Uh, yeah, um, what's his name? He's Jack now, Jensen or something. I, he he I was in remember. the Maze Runner series. You guys are getting paid. Yeah, that guy, the guy who did that in that meme. No, dude, it's insane. Have you seen how big? Yes, he is? holy shit! Not only like big, but he's like tall. He, like he used to be like a short. Like he he had a growth spurt and he got fucking ripped. It he is gained insane. fifteen pounds in the soles of his feet. <laughs> No, but it, it's yeah. No, I'm I'm hyped to see his shit just just because I'm like, dude, I saw you in Maze Runner and even some other movies and TV shows where you're like uh, the scrawny like nerdy Ethan kid. Miller's, yeah, uh, he's been in a couple like I think he's been in a war movie or so. He was he in uh what was the there's other movie Harry Styles was in the Harry Styles Dunkirk the I think he was in Dunkirk with yeah. Harry Styles. He was in one of the Dark Picture games. Oh yeah, he was. It was a uh, not Man of Medan. Was it House of Ashes? Uh, I think so. It's the one with the witch. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, because uh, Man of Medan was uh, was uh, Ashmore. Yeah, uh, but no, yeah, I, I MCU just hasn't been the same. It really hasn't, and I, I think that's sad. But you know, what are you gonna do? I think I think I'm I'm hoping because they're they're ending this phase earlier than they anticipated. I'm hoping that means they're gonna try super fucking hard with the next shit and take into account what people talked about in this phase because like shang chi was a re well, again this is why shang chi was in moon knight were both good is because they let the director and the writers do what they wanted to do i also like that it was like their own story and not one that's like a, a sequel to something well in yeah. moon knight they took out the references to the mcu that was supposed to like call back and like lead to something they took all that shit out and made it just a story about moon knight which I think works better for that character. Yes, I'd love to see him and Blade fight demons. That'd be cool, but like I don't need it. That's where that's where I, I, I that's that's where I want the movie so much. I that's gonna be <laughs> another insane. thing for me is if the new Blade movie is like super jokey and 
comical because that's the thing is Blade is not super jokey and comical. But it's really campy though, and that's like well, the first the first movie is yeah. I love that. No, well, again, I, I at think the time that, it was came out, yeah. Fully. I think it's going to have an element of jokiness because I know they're gonna shoehorn Jon Snow into it as like his trainee or whatever because that's oh, yeah. what they were setting um, up at the end of Eternals. Well, remember Harry Styles is in the speaking of him, he's in the MCU too. Yep. As, as uh, Star Fox. No relation. <laughs> I was about to make a wolf joke of like, you're going down, Star Fox. Every one of those fucking... He's got to save the Lilat system. Again. Yeah, it was at the end of it. See, and that's another thing. I forgot Eternals came out. That was the most forgettable MCU movie so I've ever Marvel. seen. Honestly, yeah, they did too. That movie was trash. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was so bad. And I love that they're like, this is going to have the first on-screen sex scene on the MCU. And I'm like... Oh no, they're dry humping each other. There's it was a not a sex scene. It wasn't even a sex scene, realistically. It was like, oh wow, fuck off. Whatever. What else? Anything else in the Rings of Power? Really? It's just off. I, I dude, it would be so f- much fun if it popped off and it was great, and I would have this amazing like, wow, this is something that's is worthy to be in the in the chronicles of of Tolkien's you know universe. I would love that. I mean, what, if, what I want. What if it keeps doing badly, and then they come out and say that it's canon to the shitty animated movies instead of the dude? I <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of that. Kevin like watched them all, and he showed me. He we have one of them, The Return of the King here, and yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty fun. They're they're crazy, but I love like some of the the style to them. I love Like the when they're hiding in the, the knoll of the tree and the Nazgul like rides by that's some real have aesthetic shit. a bunch shit. of fun, fun songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They, I mean because Tolkien's like in his books they're like filled with songs. In Lord of the Rings we don't in the, the Peter Jackson movies we don't get a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, the, only until we did Misty Mountain. You want, do you want let's you want to say yeah. Something about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. yeah. Hold Gra- on. Grab a mic, Kev, and then talk into it real uh, fast. Sit down. I like it. Yeah, get it. Get in here. Talk like into the it. mic. And uh, the like the one thing I want to say about the new Lord of the Rings is that it sucks significantly less than how the new Star Wars trilogy sucked. You know yeah. what I mean? And for me, that was like, that's kind of what I expected. I expected to, to suck, like, just be garbage, complete garbage. And so for it to at least be watchable, for me, I was like, Hey, no, cool, nothing, look, Rings, we're back. I'll take, I'll take the new Star Wars trilogy over the fucking Halo TV show. That was bad. Yeah, that's true. I, that was fucked. I didn't even watch episode two. Then. Oh, boy. Anyways, that was fucked. I'm just, I'm the, the defender of the crappy new <laughs> Lord of the Rings show. That's me. <laughs> The defender of the crappy ring. <laughs> right. Goodbye. No, I mean, I, that's that's my thing. I think that it well, sucks. I, that we're I at- just want there to be something like like that. I go, whoa, that was really cool. That was amazing. Like like how literally the episode three of House of Dragon. I was like, this was a, a great episode. I mean, yeah. It was so, and that's what I want. I want to be blown away. I want to be so interested. I want yeah. to be invested. It's not gonna happen. I think I think the best of Lord of the Rings is done. And- yeah. I mean, I agree, but I'm saying, like, I, I, I don't want to hate it. And I actually was, like, after we watched episode two, I was like, it's definitely better than, like, I at first, like, glanced. And I, and yeah, I, I thought it was going to be the 
worst thing I ever saw. Yeah. You know? so I, th I, like, I think at the end of the day, it's it's like how I'm measuring a lot of my expectations for things is that for TV shows especially, I'm going to wait for them to be done. Like, I loved the beginning of Stranger Things Volume 4, right? Or Season 4. Yeah. But it was like, Volume 1 was great, but I'm like, are they going to land that finale? <laughs> and so I, I withheld a lot of my, like, real opinions about Stranger Things when I actually watched it until I watched all of it in, you know, Volume 4. Or fucking all of season four, and I was like, "Yeah, they nailed it." And it was the thing with most things, like the the problem with like TV shows, and especially in the the era we're in, where it's not an episodic TV show, it's like one long narrative, but is stretched across how many short episodes it is. You kind of have to, because they're treating it like a movie, just split up into six parts. And so I feel like the benefit of like a two hour long movie is. I, it's, it might suck at first, but then the middle part is like, oh shit, it's ramping up. And the ending could blow you the fuck away, but you did that in two hours. I mean, they're that's treating, also why, like, they're treating extended these... edition to the Lord of the Rings is, are, are, is the GOAT. It's the best. Oh, they're it's fucking the, great. It's, it's so yeah. good. They could even add more content in, and it'd be amazing. But it, they, they definitely treat it as, like, we're going to try to fit everything in, you know? So they're trying to do long form, but they also, you know, it's good quality content. I, I'm I'm gonna withhold judgment. Obviously, I'm I'm gonna watch Rings of Power at some point, but I'm gonna wait because, till it's like, all done. Like if you done. talk about the Second Age and that shit, it's crazy. Like like there are epic battles with like multiple Bal Balrogs because they're like lieutenants or generals in like Morgoth's and, army, and it's I mean it's like insane. Well, like, my the thing stuff is like goes on. It's epic. Like planets. Like you know. Like did you say Mor Morgoth? Yes, Morgoth. I'm just saying. Imagine like because he's our, like the ultimate bad guy. Elden Ring definitely clipped that. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 There's Morgoth. Oh. Yep. Yeah, Morgoth is is like so Sauron is Morgoth's like highest ranking general in his army. And then there's a bunch of Balrogs which are awesome, which are like kinda like lieutenants are are also generals in the army, and then you have like the orcs and stuff, which are just I I think my thing with you is like obviously at the start, I feel like you might be a little like because it's all, regardless of how, if this could have been the like a really cool show, but if, if it didn't feel like Lord of the Rings, it was always going to be like, ah. So I, I would say, because like you were saying, like all those really cool battles of the Second Age and all this really cool shit. My thing with it is like, wait till they get there, I guess. I don't, because I don't know, like, imagine if they do get to these like insanely hype moments of the Second Age. Dude, there's so many and, other And really do cool... these really cool fucking things. Because like, there's I, an amazing source. So the, the, the people that, that, uh, so Aragorn is not like a normal dude. He yeah. comes from like this line of men that are also like they're not half elves. He's but a like, top man. Yeah, like they live to be like a hundred and two hundred years old. Like they're they they live and they actually have like extra like they're extra strong. They're extra fast. Like they're like superhumans essentially. And there's a bunch of amazing stories of like people from that land and and them doing stuff in in wilderness that has to do with like you know, fighting after, like, a loved one's death and just, like, tragic, tragic, awesome, epic I actually, adventures. I'll be real. If I, if I was in Amazon Shoes, I wouldn't have done Rings of Power. I would have done, like, an episodic thing where it's, like... Like Tales from Middle Earth. Kind of, yeah. Like, where it's, like, here's, here's all these different things. And these could be, you know, grand, like, battle, like, huge level scale things or just small things. I mean, with that budget, they definitely could have made some epic CGI battles. And I, th I think they still can, because I don't know, we I haven't mean, seen... Battle of the Bastards is a lot of CGI that you don't realize. Yeah, well, dude, ba case in point, Battle of the Bastards. How many seasons did it take to get us there? 
That's in season six. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I don't, you go see six seasons. Well, of, and, but, of what but what I'm I but what seen. I mean is like I think obviously the beginning of, of I'm I'm willing to give Rings of Power a little bit more of a chance. I guess like Kevin is, where it's like so am I. I mean I'm, gonna, I'm now going to watch it through and I, I'm going to hope for the best. I think that's the best option because like. To me, there's clearly some people working on this show that care, but there's also a lot of other people who are like, I don't know, they're trying to modernize it, I guess. And it's like, I don't know, to me, Lord of the Rings is timeless. You don't need to modernize it. It just works wherever you put it in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why, like, yeah, Shadow, the Mordor games break canon or whatever the fuck, but they're still fun. The and orcs are still like- terrifying, and, like, the elves are still regal. Like, everything about it still feels Lord of the Rings, just now I get to cut orcs in half and it's cool but like rings of power I feel like especially on the get go just kind of felt like Amazon needs that Game of Thrones money and they, they got the Lord of the Rings license so like I don't know maybe and maybe I'm wrong maybe that people were like super hyped to have this IP and they wanted to make a show and the you know the higher ups was like no 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 do this do this do this so who knows but we'll see when like I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment until the season's over yeah, and then judge the season. You haven't, as a whole. you haven't watched any of it. Not yet. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna. I want to wait till it's bingeable, I guess. But at the same, because like a lot of these long these shows like this that are. I mean, it'll be done in in like seven six weeks. Well, my yeah. yeah with a lot of these shows, the same in like She Hulk because I feel like She Hulk's gonna work better as a let me sit down and watch all the episodes in one run. Because like right now, it's very clear this is the beginning plot of a movie and not a six episode series. It's here's the first like. 30 minutes of a movie condemned, but like stretched out into like an hour and a half. It's like I told Matt, I really hope that the big next event is going to be World War Hulk. They're, they're teasing Planet Hulk too. Nice. So who knows? But you said that Planet Hulk is pretty much what Ragnarok was. Pretty much. Yeah, they, they send him off of Earth. I mean, he chose to do it in the movies. But they send him off of Earth. He goes to a gladiator planet. He rises to the top and becomes the king and everything. But in the comics, he finds out, oh, they were supposed to send me up into space and blow this shit up. And then he gets pissed and he's oh. like, let's go back to Earth and kill everyone. Gotcha. So the next episode um, is on this Saturday. It'll come out. I'll probably watch the first episode and see what I like, if see what I feel about it. But yeah, because oh, then they also did. Wheel of Time, which I also... Kevin, what did you think about the Wheel of Time Amazon show? I liked, I liked it. You liked, liked it. it. But not as much as I wanted to like it. Not as much as he wanted to like it. The book was better. Which is... is I, that That's going to be the case for everything. I know. I, I always, always a lot of hear people. people say that. Like, when I was a teenager, they were like, all, all the girls would be like, Harry Potter's books were so much better than... I mean, they are. There's a lot more content. I know, but I was just like... Shut up, nerd. <laughs> well, did you you read all the Lord of the Rings, like the Lord of the Rings books, right? Yes. Yeah, and like the the amount of stuff and content there, like yes, the movies did a but the, great but, job. But I mean, it, but, it literally, I, I don't want to say that. it. It is the best movie out, like film adaptation. It's the best trilogy of, of all time of any. It's of the any greatest written. trilogy of all time, and I say that as a Star Wars fan. I said this on the podcast. I think I said it on the one where we got you know that you deleted on accident. Uh, but Fuck you. <laughs> actually, no. I'm sorry. I'll own up. To, to be fair, I mean, you were drunk. I get it. It doesn't matter. Uh, oh, wait for one week, you guys lose a podcast. You don't let me talk about my favorite game this year. <laughs> but speaking of that, is there anything else you want to talk about? No. Okay. Before no. you get to that, which we will get to it, I have two news stories. Yeah, we, we're, we, we're at 45. Yeah. So we need to through. get to first one is something that all of us like, I think. But uh, Cyberpunk 
has a DLC, the first official expansion, oh. and a trailer. Came out uh, either today or yesterday. And uh, it's confirmed Keanu Reeves can't, is back as Johnny Silverhand. So it's, it takes place before the end of the game, but now there's a new new content, new map, new everything. New weapons. Yep. New well, everything. So I, we're, we're getting a full-fledged, as, as at least, You again, guys know that I, I, I actually liked Cyberpunk. Oh, we, we loved oh, it. We loved it. Yeah. This it is was, a game we all love. Yeah. It that's, was, it's, it was actually a great game. I fucking love the game. It just obviously... It didn't launch well. No. It did not launch well at all. But it is... On, on the Series X, it is... Oh, it's Amazing. breathtaking. It's so good. I played it on both the PS5 when I, because I was not waiting for the Series X uh-huh. to, to play this game. It's like, fuck it, I'm playing on here. Yeah. And then I played again on the Series X when the, the next-gen patch hit. Holy fuck. It's so good. It's so great. And they've added a lot of cool stuff, because right now, the, the update today is the Edge Runners update. Which brings Cyberpunk 2077 and the Edge Runners anime kind of as like a an update that adds stuff to this, like with like doing like hacks and net running shit. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to find the thing here. So because that was the one thing I always thought was like because it's kind of like in Witcher, it's the alchemy is like the boring part, even though I feel like it's still really cool. Like it's it is cool, but it's complex and like kind of boring. It's the it's that's the nerd shit of the Witcher thing. Like it's the but same I thing wish, with um, I wish I was like better into like the net running and well, using all the it, cyber hacks. It's the it's same thing in like Skyrim. Like, cyber hack when you could just like either bash someone's head in or you know snipe them or something. Well, it's the same thing like in like Skyrim where it's like alchemy and smithing is all that nerd shit that if you want to go oh, out and do see what, no, you know what I mean though. But like that's the thing is you oh. you could get lost in it if that's what you wanted. Like, I would the, enchant my shit. I would enchant armor that gave me better smithing, and then I'd smith things that helped me give better enchanting, just so I could like <laughs> just ladder yourself up. <laughs> it was incredible. So yeah, so this is the official. Right now, I'm reading this on the Verge, so I'm gonna skim this and read a little bit of it. But CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 2077 is getting a new performance mode for Xbox Series S, so because the X already has it, and. An official tool for installing and making mods, and a big improvement to outfits and other things uh, via the 1.6 Edge Runners update, which was announced alongside the Phantom Liberty DLC. Like the DLC, it seems like most future updates to the game will be next-gen console only. So Xbox One and PS4 are losing out on these updates and, and stuff. Good. It doesn't surprise me at all. Good. It, it honestly, I'm, I know should, it's, it it's going to sound bad. It shouldn't have. Launched. It shouldn't. Have, yeah, even though it was announced for it, they should not have put it. Because out. I'm glad because that they're the taking that step instead of Sony actually committing to making games on their console. That's the one thing I'm worried about God of War Ragnarok, because it's also a PS4 game. So there's not too much I else mean, they can do. Just gonna, and people are just going to complain that it doesn't run well, and that's like 80% of the people was like, On it their runs... base PS4s yeah, that are covered are, in I dust mean, and cigarette books. On my shitty Xbox, which I would have to like restart every like every day. Like It it, it makes sense why, like, it, like yeah, yeah, it should have been next gen. Anyway, um, so the first big update for it, which is something me and BJ have talked about, uh, the new wardrobe feature, which some players will just know as a transmog system, will let you change your outfit without modifying your armor rating or other stats. So now you can have hella good stats and still look fly as fuck. Xenoblade 2099, baby. Fuck. So wait, yeah, so you can you can just have you can put armor on oh, any armor that's that's available, and then just God. switch what it looks like. That is awesome yeah it is oh. I, i'm not gonna I lie spent so much time and money in that game upgrading the pieces that i liked to yep. try to look there's like the first thing i did the, was like, find the cyberware at like the far like left corner which gives you an armor a standard armor rating of 100 
And so base level, you're like preset no matter what you wear. Because I'm like, no, I want to wear what the fuck I want. Dude, it's... And like, now I can just do like, that whenever. Like, there's this one, you get a legendary coat, and it looks badass, but it's like pretty early game item. And then you're like, well, I just picked up the stupid, like, they have those, like... The um, fucking bullet, bikini. Or like bulletproof vest with like no sleeves or anything. You're like... This looks so stupid, but somehow this is giving me better armor. Yeah. No, the fucking bikinis that, like in tops that are just bras are like cut off. high, like high level armor rating, and I'm like, I look like kill, a you yeah. Kill, yeah, you go into an area with high level enemies and they drop something. But that's that's probably the best thing because like this, yeah. I remember me and BJ talking about it. That's like, oh, this is gonna suck. Like, cause that's like the worst part of Cyberpunk. Where you're like, oh, you're. They always talk about your style and and your street cred, and it's like. My my style's ass if I go by my armor rating. Yep. So now that's that's so been fixed. Is that that's in today? Update okay. came out today. The for biggest that thing that you just said to me is the mod creation tool. That's fucking huge. Yeah, it's called uh, I think it's called like Red Mod. So it's like CD Projekt Red's own mod creation thing. So yeah, they're letting people just go. Just ham. like how in like Fallout and Skyrim, they pretty much you can yeah. just do like Creation Club, download new weapons, armor, and stuff like that. Sex so um, mods. so the the patch yes. <laughs> sex mods. <laughs> I want to fuck Johnny. <laughs> a lot of people do. That was the point. And Samurai. Keanu Reeves was down for it. Because CD Projekt Red like, didn't want people to do that. And when, when uh, some interviewer asked him yeah, on the yeah, Matrix thing, it's like, yeah, do you know people are trying to do sex mods? And he was yes. Oh, that's great. Like, he was so hype. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, Speaking of that, finally living up to like what it what it was. It's like a No Man's Sky kind of situation. Again, I knew for a fact that if we get again, I don't like that it launched the way it did. But like the shitty higher up, you know, people, the developers are not to blame. It's the shitty, you know, suits who want the money. But it's now, yeah, becoming the game we want. But for PC players, CG Project Red is releasing a tool called Red Mod along with well, the update. Um, while the game has supported mods for over a year, the company says that the official tool will help people manage and install mods as well as create them. Uh, it'll, let, it'll let you add your own sounds, animation, and scripts to the game. So this is going to like... You're going to love this because you have a PC. So you might get to find some sick-ass mods that they're just going to be like, oh, here you go. I, I still... Yeah, I'm excited. I still will probably end up playing on the Series X because I actually can run things a little bit better on my Series X. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is this is another one. Some of the content added in the 1.6 patch, including new equipment and new photo mode features, will tie into the upcoming Edge Runners anime that's premiering on Netflix next week. Huh. So yeah, I um, I'm glad that they're sticking with it and still releasing all the things they said they were gonna do. And I hope that they eventually do put out a sequel because I think the sequel to Cyberpunk could be game of the year when it comes out. I mean, it, it's coming from a great studio. That's what gives me like the like gives me hope is it's coming from it like witcher 3 i mean yep i see that's the thing is a lot of people like so if you've ever played witcher 2 anyone who has played witcher 2 knows that that game is very budget the first witcher game also very budget very janky the witcher 3 was a legitimate like holy fuck how did they do this moment because like yeah the last two games and like some of the games they made beforehand not really good like buggy as hell like even the witcher had problems at launch but they fixed them all throughout the time and then made arguably some of the best dlc ever with i i'd say both heart and stone but specifically blood and wine blood and wine being a game of its own blood pretty much the one where you go to the different land and you you deal with the vampires yep yeah, yeah. that that is a legit game sized dlc 
Like, not as big as The Witcher 3, but, like, it's like a 40-hour fucking campaign that you could do. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And, like, yeah, this studio, I think, learned a lot from Witcher 3, but clearly, I think the CD Projekt Red that made Witcher 1 and 2 were the ones kind of running Cyberpunk. Because it was, like, over-ambition, cutting content, all this stuff. Because, like, Cyberpunk, if you look at a lot of the, like, original builds of the game, it's supposed to be third-person and all this other cool shit. You can, then they changed it to where you're like, like Skyrim, you can go first and third person. Then they said fuck it and had to start all over again. It went first person. It was a whole the, the whole development's a mess. I they suggest reading into some of those because it's insane. It's fun that people found like the third person files. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen some fun shit. But um, the last thing for this this bit is uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is getting its first DLC, uh, Phantom Liberty, an adventure taking place in a new district within the sprawling Night City. The trailer doesn't reveal much, only that your protagonist V is taking an oath of allegiance to serve the new United States of America. Johnny Silverhand returns as the ghost in your head warning you that swearing yourself to the new United States is a bad idea. Just how bad... Anti-establishment Johnny. But just how bad could it be when you get to explore a mysterious part of the city and get awesome new weapons like a totally badass electric whip? So yeah, that there's not much to go on yet for that, but new, uh... New shit for that. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It might make me want to go into Cyberpunk because it's a relatively short game, like all things considered, compared to like Witcher Three and other RPGs of its ilk. But yeah, Cyberpunk. Hopefully, we'll be getting uh the respect it deserves. I'm excited. Same. Um, the last thing. And this is gonna be a very quick one. Um, Assassin's Creed has a couple things they've announced. One of which is the next game is called Mirage, which you get to play as... It's going to be a, a set protagonist, not the pick-your-own version anymore. Set in a very small, select city. Select few cities. It's going to be stealth-oriented, back-to-basics, Assassin's Creed stuff. And apparently on the 10th, they're going to announce uh, the first two games or two pieces of content for the Assassin's Creed Infinity uh, live service model. One, one which is set in, like... Uh, I think Europe or whatever, which another Europe game, cool. And the other is set during Germany, during the witch hunts, like way, way back when they were like, Ooh. yeah. And that one's supposed to be like very dark and more adult oriented than Assassin's Creed has ever gone. So it's going to be like super dark, probably more like obviously more mature, but I'm interested. Assassin's Creed is finally kind of, at least on this news front, they're kind of going in a, a direction that I like because I like the RPGs, but they're long as fuck. So, I think if they can, uh, if they can manage, like, to do a lot of these short games here and there, and then put out a big, big RPG, like, every five years or so, I think I'll like Assassin's Creed more than I have these past few years. My faith is gone. Yeah. I'll never get my money again. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. fair. But yeah, that was probably, those only two new stories. I knew the Cyberpunk one we don't like, uh, the Edge Runners, uh, animes next week, which I'm hyped for. And yeah, we got new content that I might check out later today. So we'll see. Speaking of Ubisoft, I I just was scrolling my uh, Google page and it comes up with like articles. And the new Division game is called Division Heartland. And there are comparisons drawn to Tarkov, which I would be so excited for. Division was surprisingly pretty good. I'm not I Division really- 2. I didn't play one. but One was fabulous. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Even though people would like mock it being like it's just like a overhyped... Um, uh, crouching simulator, or not like cover simulator. Cover shooter, yeah. Yeah, is is it was a lot of fun. It's 
there there are some levels in Division Two that are just like amazing. There's so much like like you go into like the aerospace museum and you have these big shootouts in like with like airplanes and and like spaceships hovering above you and and you have to like you know get like a piece of hardware from an old spaceship that's been was decommissioned for the museum that you know and it's just really cool i i'm i'm excited for it i, I hope i hope it's good because division two is still getting content they're on like year five or whatever the fuck they're on now but yeah as long as long as they can as long as they can do do it correctly i'm all for it but uh bj go off do you uh well first i've been playing a lot of cult of the lamb it was it crashed every time i started it but then after i finished xenoblade 3 story it never crashed again so i put maybe a, it was xenoblade in like hacking like hacking my other finish me. that that yeah. was that was that was just god going no 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 play play this game of the year first and then you can come back to this yeah <laughs> but uh i i do like the game uh, i mean you can tell that it's an indie once you get like to the point where you can have a sufficient enough settlement for your followers and everything. Um, it's definitely not like Animal Crossing levels of production or whatever, but I think it's still just as good. Um, I've only killed two of the four bosses so far, but I'm having a great time with it, and I've gotten a lot of upgrades and stuff. Um, highly recommend Cult of the Lamb. I really want to get one of the plushies. Um, you had said you had told me that you had not played a Stardew Valley, right? Yeah, but this one, it's kind of similar in a way. You've got the farming yeah, plots yeah, and I everything. Just, just, just curious. But, um, I think you would like Stardew Valley if you give it I a think, shot. I think you'd pour a lot of yeah, fucking time. I know I would, and that's why I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> just wait until you have like a long period of free time, and you're like, I got nothing to do. When they finally put me in the nursing home, I'll play it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, but before that, I, uh, I was just playing Xenoblade for weeks and weeks and I finally finished the story at 95 hours in because I just kept going and doing everything available to me outside of the story quests um, I told Matt a lot about it last night because he doesn't know anything about the lore so he'd be like so what's up with this it's like a really simple question and I'm like well to explain that here's the lore of all the other games yeah it'll be helpful with you now like going through stuff yeah um, so I don't know quite where to start. Okay, so as a as a game, right? So what would you say like when when you when credits rolled, right? What was your mm-hmm. first few thoughts? My first couple thoughts were what the fuck do they do now? All right. And uh there like the ending kind of took a turn that I didn't really expect it to take. Um, Good turn or like a is it like that's that, that same question of well what now? Yeah. Okay. It's like that. Um, basically, if you, if you're into Xenoblade lore, then you know that our universe split in two at one point, and this game confirms that it was kind of a big bounce situation, where they spread apart, and then they were eventually supposed to converge back together and zero each other out. Um, so the overarching thing is that Nia and Melia the two best girls from Xenoblade 1 and 2 um, find a way to communicate across universes and they each build a half of like a Zohar essentially like an artificial processor that would keep the universes split 
and they built them at like the convergence point where they were going to collide. And um, that happened. The processor came together and then everything stopped because these malicious motherfuckers were like, we want to own the world and keep everyone in despair and all this stuff. General JRPG bad guy shit. Their name's Morbius? Yeah, Mobius. (laughs) Mobius? Sonic? It's Mobin time. Mobin time, boys. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Could they... you imagine Jared Leto as the villain of a JRPG? No, he's the villain of the JRPG that I'm currently living. But uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing game. I think it has the best gameplay of any of the games in the series. Um even including Torna and Torna is very good but um I think the place where it struggles the most is having its own identity because it's so heavily based on Xenoblade 1 and 2 being like the template universes for it that they didn't really have a lot of room to move past that um the ending do you mind if I spoil it Go ahead. Okay, spoilers for Xenoblade 3's ending. Uh, But essentially what happens is they beat the big bad guy, and then the queens are like, all right, dope, we can separate the universes again. And the characters are like, wait, what? And um, they're all standing on this cliff together. You say who's the big bad guy, or they beat the big bad guy, and what happens? They beat the big bad guy, and then the queens, Melia Melia and Nia, are like, all right, we can finally split the universes again. And the main character's like, hold up, what? And, yeah, because uh, uh, Nia or not Nia, uh, Mio and Noah are from the two. They're from universes. two different universes. That's where the two nations come from. Kevis and Agnes are Xenoblade Two and Xenoblade One, respectively. Ooh. But um, I think I mix those two up. But it's so funny. I don't mean to derail, but like playing Xenoblade One for the first time, and just being like, "Oh, that was cool." And then like I remember playing Xenoblade Two and just going like, "I don't get how this like." connects but hey it's still cool and then now that we've had the time and like to, to look into and see stuff it's like oh it's some weird like me- like almost like fuck it just some jrpg shit of like nah it's it's alternate universes and timelines and and we're going like doing all this shit and i'm like yeah fucking course it is yeah but the way that it ends they're all standing on a cliff together noah throws the lucky seven into the ocean because he says oh i don't need to fight anymore but obviously there's always some shit going down in Xenoblade, so probably would have been a good idea to hold on to that. But um, they're standing on the cliff. They're saying their goodbyes. Uh, Noah and Mio are talking to each other. They embrace and they share the first kiss in the Xenoblade franchise. And um, they're like, I'll find you again no matter what. I promise I won't forget you. And... uh, What's her name? Uni and Tyon are standing together. There, uh, he's like, "I, I made you some re- a recipe book because I know you can't. Because I know you like, can't cook. Yeah." <laughs> and then she's like, "You know, it's probably just gonna stay here with you, right?" And he was like, "No, I used ink and paper from your world to make sure that you could hold on to it." Oh. And um, lands and Senna. Senna has like a huge identity crisis through the whole thing, and she's like, "I'll always keep pushing to be stronger until we can find each other again." Uh, Riku and Manana are just crying and then the universes physically start to separate and they're being pulled apart 
and they're just like sprinting at the cliff trying to get to each other and uh it's it's kind of like the ending of kingdom hearts one in a way where Where they're they're trying trying to reach out for each other's hands and then at the end of it they have to stop because it's nothing but a big blue ocean in front of them and they're nowhere to be seen on either side and it's really fucking sad (laughs) And uh, I don't know where it's gonna go from here. I don't know what the DLC could even be. Um, do you think that? Do you think it's gonna be like Torna, where it's like not a sequel to what you saw in the game, but like a section of like, well, we're gonna explain this part. Maybe I think it could be about the founders because there are six founders or whatever for the city. I wonder. Do you think we get to see Rex again in the DLC? I think so. Like when, it when the universe be- is converged or whatever. Um, all the Xenoblade 2 characters were still alive. That's made very clear. Um, Riku, not Riku, um, Tora is canonically one of the most important characters in the Xenoblade universe now because he designed their half of the processors that would bounce the universes back apart. Was Shulk in... Because in the DLC for one, he just kind of went off and... Like, what happened to Shulk again? Shulk... Because uh, he's a blade now, Right? That, no. It, no. It, the way they explain that in 2, <clears throat> the, the Nopon Art Sage summons Shulk and Fiora to the, the challenge land or whatever, and they show up, and it's it's he pulled them from almost the end of Xenoblade 1 because Fiora has her main body, like her yeah. human body, and she's like, what the fuck? What happened? And then Shulk is like, why do I have the Monado? This shouldn't be possible. So it, all that stuff really fucks with canon. <laughs> so I was going to say, like, yeah, I, I, I kind of always looked at that as just, like, not canon, just, like, fun side stuff. Mm-hmm. But because I, I was wondering, could they do, like, like, could you see Xenoblade 4 or whatever they do next to be, like, this next level, like, just timelines and, and universes crash together and it's, like, a big... Like the the be- the you know like the greatest hits of Xenoblade. I mean that's what this one was, but I think by the time the next one comes out, they might have have invented some sort of universal transversal technology, and if that's the case, it'll probably be on the next console generation. And depending on the processing power, we could potentially see. Xenoblade 1 and 2's worlds after the game's end and see how they've evolved over the years in one game. I think that would be pretty cool. What, um... What, like, as a game, because obviously we can talk lore and all the theories and shit all we want, but, like, as a game, like, Xenoblade 3, what would you say is its strongest suits? What is the weakest parts of the game? Like, as a whole, like, the game. Not necessarily the story, but, like, everything else around it. So, like, the systems, combat exploration and even how the story can interplay with that as a whole like what's its strongest suits and its weakest i mean combat and exploration are obviously top tier shit whenever nintendo needs an open world map they call monolith um the combat system is the culmination of what xenoblade has been building to everything is perfect i don't think i have a single gripe with that my Um, my my one gripe of the little bit i've played so far is it feels cluttered yeah, there there are a lot of characters on screen. I at like once. The, I like the fields uh, mechanic where it's like, all right, here's the health field, here's the attack boost field. Yeah, because that never really showed up in previous Xenoblade games. When you had AOE effects, it was just like, oh, it's an area, and it's like, where's the area? Yeah. 
but uh, they actually do a very good job of showing where that is, and that actually adds a bit more strategy to the combat, trying to link up all these circles so you can just stand in that little Venn diagram and fuck somebody up. Um, chain attacks are really good in this one. It's kind of like a point system for percentages. Uh, I fucking love that. The fusion mechanic is really good. Um, you can do some insane damage with those. And then there's skill trees where you can unlock different arts and things like that. Um, the, the one thing that I think is weak about it is when you unlock a hero's class and you fully upgrade it, you unlock that hero's like style of costume. And, uh, a lot of them don't look good on certain characters because most of the time they just give them like the upper body and then the pants and shoes do not match whatsoever. So I, I think there's room for improvement there. I mean, I'm glad that you can choose which outfit you have, you know, regardless of class after you level them up and everything, but a lot of them are not worth wearing because it's like, okay, well, it's, it's gonna look shit on I, these. I'm just wearing a Sailor Moon top with my fucking... Military pants. <laughs> yeah, and green Jordans. Oh, yeah, is in a... Not, uh, what's the, the... What's his name? The glasses guy. Tyon. Doesn't he just have, like, some sick J's on? Yeah, it, it's like these weird, like white panel they look like yeezys they look I, I the drip in xenoblade has always been top tier except for rex rex's weird scuba gear has been kind of the, the worst drip i think of everybody else in, in the series and that's uh everyone else though top tier they they have a scavenger class in oh, xenoblade yeah. 3 where you get that outfit for everybody Fuck you can yeah. also get that outfit in uh legend of zelda breath of the wild for those that didn't know wait really yeah there's uh it's like Do you have to use a Xenoblade amiibo. amiibo. No, it's um, it was just like an update DLC that they sent out for oh, Breath okay. of the Wild, and it's like it gives you a mission, and you're supposed to go to like the Great Bridge of Hylia or something. Jump off and in, into the water. No, it's a shooting star. Oh. So you see a shooting star land, and then you go over to it, and it's a chest, and when you pop it open, it's the the Rex outfit, and when you look at the descriptions, it's like from another planet. So, technically, canonically, <laughs> Xenoblade 2 and Zelda are in the same universe. Interesting. I feel like the Nintendo universe is just around. Like, that, Smash Bros. is the convergence. Yeah. And Xenoblade is having its own universal convergence in the Nintendo universe. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And um, there's, there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about not related to Xenoblade. It is Game of the Year, and I, I'm still playing it because... Oh like, yeah, I've been meaning to you, ask. If oh, you had to, I don't know if you're done, but if you had to rank, like, not like out of ten, what would you, what would you put it at? Guarantee you put it at a, a ten. It's definitely a nine point something. Okay. Now, would it upset anything on like a top ten list of video games for you? Like, yeah, does this hit the in the ten? Uh, I I would say. That, that's kind of a tricky question because I don't think it's the best Xenoblade game. I think 2 is definitely in my top 10 games. Yeah. Overall, Xenoblade is probably in my top 5 gaming franchises, but I don't know if 3 has a specific spot in that place. Okay. Yeah. If that I makes just, sense. Kind of, because, you know, 95 hours. I mean, what are you at now? Uh, 110. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. And I'm still finding new shit to do. I'm trying to yeah, do how all it, the... How is the end game? 
it's fucking incredible. Um, in the very last fight, you you're fighting this big amorphous holographic head like you do in JRPGs. Yep. <laughs> and uh, there's this point where it's like he disables your characters and you can't undo the stun even by like jiggling the thing like you're supposed to do. And then uh, it cuts away to uh, Melia and she's like, they need help. <laughs> so they transform the castles into giant mechs and they fly over uh, Nia, I almost said Mio, is um, basically the cloud keep that she was sleeping in lowers onto the castle and becomes the head. And then it has these... They just fucking Power Rangers that shit. Pretty oh much, gosh. yeah. Oh, but it has yeah. these big, like... Gundam wings that so then and then four tigers, mini tigers turn into one, <laughs> one super, one tiger, super robot. tiger, tiger. But uh, the mini lion bots turn into one super lion bot. <laughs> That's right. The the Mobius guys basically transform the processor into a gigantic mech. So Fuck yeah, Nia is like lasering them and shooting with her wings and blocking and everything. Melia just flies over and punches it in the face, <laughs> um, and then. It cuts back to your characters, and all the heroes that you have unlocked in the game show up to fight with the party. Hell yeah. And then you get like down to the last 25% of health, and then the queens jump in with their outfits from one and two, respectively, and they help you defeat the bad guys, ultimately. Um, but after that, you unlock two new hero slots for the queens. Hell yeah. And then you go to their castles, respectively... You show up to Nia's place, and she's wearing the yellow outfit from 2. And the original one, or like her after she her, ascends? Her, it's like her original one, because okay, she cool. when she goes to sleep, she's wearing her blade outfit, and then she puts it back on just for like nostalgia purposes. And part of her character arc through the whole thing is she's trying to act regal, but she's really just a Welsh cunt through the whole thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. So they I, show up, and they're like, oh my god, my queen, what are you wearing? And she's like... What are you on about? <laughs> and they're like, you don't have to put up that front with us. <laughs> so um, her whole thing is, I just want to travel with you guys. Like, I haven't seen much of this world, despite being one of the two rulers in it. So you take her around, and there's four different points that you have to take her to um, that are locations from Xenoblade 2 that have been meshed together. And she gives you the history and tells the characters, well, this is the Orion Mountains, and they're like, it's a really weird rock formation. She's like, it's not a fucking rock formation. It's a gigantic living being that turned into rocks because it died. Everybody's like, I don't understand. And she's like, yeah, no. And then she's, she's over here going like, fuck, I wish Rex was here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> she takes you down to um, the land of Mortha, which is combined with the Machna, uh, like Wildwood from one. Yeah. And um, everybody's like what are we doing here? And she's like, these ruins don't look weird to you guys. And they're like, no, we never really put much thought into them. And she's like, this is what happens when humans get too big for their britches. <laughs> Everybody's like, okay, we did that. And she's like, yeah, like a billion years ago. The team, the whole team's like, well, calm down, Jamal. Don't pull out the nine. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> she basically tells them the lore of the universe as we know it as fans and then the rest of the characters are just like we don't get it I, I love the idea of just like the whole cause like I've seen all the memes like this cast just some ragtag group of teenagers and like the only one like really doing anything is the dude with the glasses like writing stuff down oh cool Uni doesn't give a shit uh 
was it Lorenz? I think his name or Lands. Lands and Senna are just flexing. Lands and Senna are just constantly working out and trying to be strong boys together. And and me, Mio and, and uh, Noah are just like constantly just like, oh hi. <laughs> They're like always on I the cusp of fucking. Yeah. Um. That's that's one thing that I really wanted to bring up. Riku the fucking no pawn that gives Noah the best sword in the universe is the most competent and important character in this game. Because every time there's a down moment, Riku's always the rational one that kicks everybody into gear. He's the, is he the, the blue no-pawn? Yeah, with the little afro. The fucking deep voice no-pawn, which mm-hmm. is awesome. I remember I remember hearing that for the first time. It's like, everybody's like, oh yeah, Mike, we got this. And R- Riku, what's good, bruh? I'm like, what? Whoa. He literally comes in and is like, hey, we gotta go. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And then in the ending, you find out why that is. Because Melia, before she teleports back to the mech, she looks over at Riku and gives him like a wink. So Riku like gives her some finger guns. And that is supposed to imply that he was supplanted with them by the queen to keep them on track and make sure that everything went well. But it... I thought I thought, was, you, I thought you were about to tell me that like they had a fling, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he, they're like, "That's his mom," or he like, used "Some his shit big happened." Big no pawn fingers to finger her bird pussy. <laughs> oh my god, her cloaca. <laughs> what if Melia had a cloaca? Oh my god, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, those weird ass bird people. But yeah, a fucking amazing game. I can't wait to see what they do next. But I really hope that it's just a port of X. Is I think X is. So are there there's DLC confirmed? Yes, the the season pass is already out. Okay. Uh, The first bit is just like alternate costumes for all the characters and then some useful items. And then the second one is a new hero that you can get. So a new class for all the characters. And then with that comes ascension quests and a shitload of other side quests. I think there's a couple more quest ones too. Like it's Mm -hmm. just like, I think the first four or five runs of the season pass it's just like new quests new outfits new items they're doing it in four packs oh is it four okay so it'll basically be dumps of content when they come out so it'll be quests hero whatever and then they'll do two of those and then the very last one just like they did with two will be the giant story expansion that I don't know where it's going to go if it's anything like Torna it's gonna be a day one purchase for me I think it will be cause like I've been on record on this podcast saying how I, I didn't really like two as much. I didn't like the writing and the I like the characters, but I just, the writing for them was not good for me. Lore was great, overall story was great. I just didn't like the character writing. Torna shows up out of nowhere and slaps me across the face and says, "You, you want some good writing? Want some good characters? You want to feel some shit? Here you go." Yep. And and like made me fall back in love with Xenoblade. So I was like, "Hell yeah!" It's not just a one hit wonder series that I liked on the Wii. And then three, based on what you say and like all the stuff that I've heard about, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna like this one too. Yeah. So, I've also seen a lot of TikToks recently where people are like, "I just hacked my 3DS, which is surprisingly easy to do, by the way, um, to play Xenoblade." And they turn on the 3DS, and it's like a weird Better, better Call Saul theme. <laughs> so I guess people are now more interested in playing the original, which is great. I hope I hope that that happens because like Xenoblade One holds a special place in my heart being like one of the arguably one of the best RPGs I've ever played and being on the fucking Wii yeah. those years ago was like a mind mind fuck of like this runs here mm-hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm and so then it glad. came out on the 3DS and everyone was like this runs here <laughs> everything has been out except the it comes on the Switch and goes well yeah of course it runs okay here. it's finally on something that can <laughs> handle it 
The 3DS port was not bad either. Just it, it's great, and there's a lot of content in that game that isn't actually in um, definitive. The, yeah, which makes it not definitive. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm very glad that you know it's it's a really good game because I'm gonna be real with you. I was like worried that like one of these weeks you're gonna come here and go, hey, man, it's slipping. After chapter five, I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> but then everything got kind of fixed and brought me back up to the hype level. I, I'm, 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 at some point I will get to it. Once I can have fucking time to play a game longer than 20 hours, I'm going to play through it because I really fucking want to. But like, I don't want to, I don't want to be stuck playing this game for the next three months because the only time I have is like the two hours after work before I have to go to bed. Yeah. How are we looking on time, Matt? It's 120. 120. Okay. We got I, time. I, I do have a news story that I wanted to bring up. Hell yeah. Um, It's about a canceled game. Oh shit. Uh, that was a that was a great podcast. Yeah, that I I would love to do another one of those because that manhunt two, that shit, whole thing of us figuring all that out was so fun. That was it amazing. Was fun. Like I researched, I had papers. I was so excited. I was we excited. have to do a let's play when we have the means to do that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's got to be like a yeah yeah we got to get the Wii one too so we can do the motion so we can yes we, we can stabbing motion it's not as expensive as you might think yeah no they're actually i not, saw yeah. it at that con for 20 bucks oh really original case and everything yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> like yes but uh yeah the this news story that i just recently and everyone just recently heard about um was about a a, a rejected pitch from retro studios to nintendo about a Zelda spinoff. Oh, I know about this. And this Zelda spinoff was not going to have a playable Link at all. You were going to play as Sheik. <gasps> and it was going to be a tactical stealth like Hit game. Man, yeah. Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. shit. Dude, we had, we had literally talked about this. Yeah. And they they were going to make it. The, the people that made Metroid Prime were going to make a Sheik stealth game. And then Nintendo was like, no. <laughs> Bro, that's so sad. Right? I wonder, because, like, it's been years, obviously, since that cancellation or, like, that, oh, we're not doing that. I wonder how many games have been brought up, planned, like, in the in the like, I mean, you know, planning stages, and then, like, someone going, nah, this thing will work out. If you just look at Retro Studios, that must have happened a shitload. Because after Metroid Prime 3... They did Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. And that was two games in like a 13-year time span. So what the fuck else were they doing that whole time? Just making awesome pitches to Nintendo that they were just like, no, no, no sheet game. That That's the thing, too, is like we've obviously talked about like having a game where Zelda's playable as like the main character and it not being the shitty wand of Gamelon game. <laughs> we do not like women. Well, that's why, like, it would make sense because Sheik is like badass. Yeah, Sheik, like, Sheik is my favorite character to play in the um, what was it? Hyrule the Warriors. Hyrule Warriors, the first one, and then they took her move set and basically put it on Impa in the next one. And Impa's my favorite character too. So, like, the idea of Sheik too is really cool because, like, you could literally do this. It's really- a ninja in a fucking high fantasy world. Well, yeah. not, well, that, but like the the whole character idea of that of like Zelda, like. Could you imagine like the tutorial that game of Zelda training, and like going from princess to Impa fucking being assassin? Like the tutorial character, yeah, that would be so cool. Like seeing Zelda go from regal princess to badass assassin, and like hiding her identity, 
Like, I think that'd be a really fun, interesting way of, like, you could do a really cool character drama with it where she's like, who am I really now? Like, there's no point of a princess. I Like, you could, you could, I mean, I doubt they'd go that dark with it, but, like, she's got blood on her hands now. She's, like, you know, hurt people. She's, like, she's dangerous now versus, like, I think it a would princess. Be, I think it would be perfect to just start. They could even do, like, cool levels where, like, she's at, like, in a castle and she has the ability to be, like, princess mode. And then she, like, hides, switches to Sheik, and then sneaks around, kills somebody, well, just and then comes a, back. A and... switching mechanic for that game would be so fucking cool. I mean, fucking Assassin's Creed Liberation does that, where when you play as Aveline, you, you literally can go and switch into, like, assassin mode, uh, slave mode, where no one's going to notice you because you're just a lowly slave, yeah. or regal mode, where, like, you can go into higher uh, like, places. Like, what if she had to go to, like, a ball, and so she has to be there, and you have to, like, do things, talk to people... And, but there's certain areas that she, she that like you wouldn't she wouldn't be allowed into. So That's where like, you go chic mode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be so That'd dope. Be super cool. Obviously, we're we're thinking like super high up into it, but like it realistically wouldn't have been that cool because it's it's it Nintendo hits it, the mark. I mean, it, but not the way that we kind of want. Them not to. from a story perspective, yeah. but from a gameplay perspective, I think it would have been amazing. I wish I, I wish the Zelda IP took as much risks as Mario. Because, like, with Mario, we get Paper Mario. They put that motherfucker in everything. Yeah, like, uh, you get so many ideas, rabbits. like, yeah. Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> the video game equivalent of the Minions. I, I Yeah. And it came out and was better than XCOM, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah, it actually looked, like, fun. And the fun. fact that that one best strategy game, I know, pissed off some people. And Definitely. I, I love it. I'm really hyped for the next one, though. It looks, I, I love that they added the goth one for all the horny motherfuckers online. Do you think, because I think with, like, seeing how e- Xbox has been doing so much indie games with Game Pass, that we're going to get a lot more, like, because I was thinking, Nintendo shooting that down, I feel like, on the uh, other side of it, Xbox is just, like, do whatever. Like, they want, they're trying to, like... Nintendo is very, they love indies, and they love having indies on their platform, but they don't want to contribute anything to that. Xbox is like when it comes to their IPs. Yeah, I mean the the one thing that they did that shocked everybody was that game that I really like, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. They were like, "Yeah, make a Zelda one," and the guy just made like Link's Awakening, but it's fucking Crypt of the Necro Dancer. It's amazing, and that's the only thing like that that they've done, which is really baffling. Well, I mean, it was that, and then by even though it's by a AAA developer, it was it Mario and Rabbids is made by an indie team under Ubisoft. So it's like a very small, like I would say, I don't think it was even not even a hundred people made Mario and Rabbids. Like that's that that's one of their they make like the smaller titles for Ubisoft usually, and that's what they made and it was awesome. But like yeah, Starlink even like granted those are Ubisoft stuff. But I like, don't understand how Starlink works on other consoles because the reason and, you want to play it is Star game? Fox. That's the, that that Star it Fox had the game. the modular ship pieces that you could yes. put on. So that came out on everything. Because I remember seeing like stuff at when we first got our Switch. What was it like four four years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, because I was looking for other other games other than Breath of the Wild to play. And I started, and I, it looked cool. The eternal it, struggle when really you get a Switch fun. for the first time is is oh, what else can I play besides Breath of the Wild? That that was kind of my struggle when I started out, and then I was like, oh, let me buy Binding of Isaac. Fucking awesome game, by the way. The two games that really I think have the most play time on our Switch is. Probably Mario Party Mario now, Party just because of for sure. <laughs> but Stardew Valley, Carmen has put a lot of hours into Stardew Valley, um, and then 
Luigi's Mansion 3 was a lot of fun. That game is really is good. Is she going to play Willy Wonka and the Spooky Chonker? <laughs> what? That new Stardew game that's oh. in a haunted chocolate factory. Oh, I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, she definitely will. Because it's, it's, I think it's made by the same people. It definitely is. I'm very excited about that one, actually. I'm probably going to pour a lot of time I'm actually into excited. Because I think they actually put more stuff into combat. Because combat... In- I didn't even know Stardew had combat. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm excited for that Harvestella game, the Square Enix uh, game of that ilk. I think they just did a presentation about that, or they're about to. Isn't the one called like the Witches something that's out now? It's on Xbox Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Xbox Game Pass. I mean, I, I've heard. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know anything about it. I need to check it because I, I need to check game. Apparently, it's a, like a Stardew Valley. It, uh, speaking of that, they, Disney just put out their weird game where it's the same thing where you can like cultivate a, a town full of Disney characters in the same way. So that was on Game Pass. I downloaded that and I'm like, oh, I might play that. So yeah, it seems the it seems the the farming Sims uh, are are popping off. Everybody wants to be Stardew. But well, yeah. like like I was saying about was it started uh, made by one person. It definitely I think it started, it, I think it it started been, off probably with one one person. It it was it was someone who was like super hype into Harvest Moon. Okay. Oh came. yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. He even did his own the, his own music. He like wrote the the music for it too. Well, the whole point was he was like a huge Harvest Moon fan, and then didn't like where the series was going, and then made his own. Yeah, love that. Wish the West of Loathing people would pitch a Paper Mario to Nintendo. Dude, the fucking Bug Fables. Bug Fables is incredible. Holy shit. I was lucky enough to get the collector's edition of that one, and I'm, I'm very happy to have it. That That is literally just Paper Mario, but not. Like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Another game that's been surprisingly a lot of, uh, like, there's still a lot of updates and people backing is the, um, what's the, it's by Xbox, it's their... One where you're shrunken down, grounded. grounded. Yeah, that's a that's an obsidian game. It's, yeah, it's out of it's. I think it's out of beta now. It, it's if either it, I know this month it leaves beta. I don't know if it is yet, but, but it's yeah. This month, there's like tons of updates. I played it when it first came out. It was kind of buggy, but it was <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> but it was really fun. And now seeing seeing it, I I think I want to dive the, back. The in. thing that got me, I, that I'm, I'm down to play that one multiplayer with you. Okay, I'll, he's I'll a, play. He's a bit no because Luke said it's the spiders gonna. Yeah, y'all. I like I said. I'll build the base. Y'all can go fight the spiders. I'll okay. I'll play with okay, you. Okay, y- y'all it. can. This is the first time BJ's been like stoked for a multiplayer. I, I've game. been very excited about this game, and I've been waiting for it to come out of beta. So I I do really want to play it with okay. you guys. Me me my me my buddy Jonathan played it uh, at his house, at, or no was it his no so we, whatever whenever we played it we we played it in your love pad, and um, dude, that shit had me terrified because we were we found a spot like those little cave entrance, and there was spider webs, and we're both like. We're both terrified of spiders, so it was literally, uh, we're both holding controls. We're like, you go first. No, dude, you go first. I'll, 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 I'm behind you. And we, we both go in, and he didn't see it, but all I see is one spider leg coming to frame, and I booked it. And I, you just, he just hears me go, fuck no, and he goes, what, what? And he hears, <laughs> and I've never heard that man scream as loud as he did. They do such but a good was, job of, like, progression in that game, because you have to, like, fight certain, like, they give you primitive stuff, but then you have to, like, fight kind of like a boss bug. Then with that, the like the, resources, the materials that you get from that, you get upgraded weapons and upgraded stuff, so then you can fight the next boss. But they do progression really, really well. I'll be the long range guy. Y'all can get in the face of bugs. Dude, I'll, I'll I've just seen be back some crazy. Bugs. Their base building has gotten so. Oh, it's far, insane! Has gotten, like improved so much from the beginning. Because at first it used to be really glitchy with like stuff um, clipping and 
and all sorts of stuff. And like literal little bugs would like clip halfway through and then it would like the bug would shake and then your whole base would blow up because <laughs> because then the, the the bug just suicide bombed it with glitches. Yeah, it like starts like spinning at like a million miles a second and then all of a sudden it just destroys everything. You're like, "Great." Yeah, no, I'd be down to play with you guys. I'm just not going to... I'm going to be a pussy while I play it. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) If we can all play a game together, I'd be so excited. Divinity didn't really work out, which is okay. It's such a hard game to go through. I I played it during COVID, which was like prime time to play it. Yeah. We we literally would be up till like 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, I also think that game is like... It's not the... Because like unlike an actual like tabletop game like that, where it's like, okay, everybody's getting the same side quests, same quests. This one's like, y'all can all fuck off and do your own thing if you wanted. And it's like... There's less communi- like I feel like there's less communication. Because when like, you said, "Hey, do you want to play Minecraft?" I was, I'm in. I love. Minecraft. I I just I had the thought while I was at work. I was like, "I don't know. That'd be kind of fun." Yeah, especially yeah. If, if it would, especially with like BJ's like weird hours and stuff like that. You know, he could he could add and do stuff to the bases, and it would it, it could still work. Yeah, I feel separate. like grounded in Minecraft could be two games we could all play together. Just because yeah, Minecraft it can be like, oh, I got some free time. Let me add some shit. Let me do something here yeah. and then dip out and then. You know, we can all come together and be like, oh, yeah, I did this, by the way. I made yeah, a redstone yeah, thing. All, like, yeah, go fight uh, the inner dragon. Yeah, go to the nether or something fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be super down. Grounded, again, like, I'm a, I'm a pussy about it, but I would absolutely play with you guys. Just cause, I had a group of friends that yeah. we, like, they had a Minecraft server, and it would, like, get crazier and crazier. And then finally, like, we, like, like fucked everybody over. It, like, we were all, like, you know, somebody would steal something or somebody would play a prank. And then we'd be like, okay, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna go into, uh, um, not creative mode. Yeah, creative mode. And then we're like, this is not this is ridiculous. We have to stop. And so then we'd wipe the server. And then we're like, okay, what if we start in creative mode and then go to survival mode? And that didn't work either. <laughs> and it was just like it was just so. It the was problem with up. the problem with starting in creative mode is that anybody who wants to, they can just put their own little chest in there and just give all the really cool shit items yeah. in it and be like, okay, cool, let's all start. All right, we start from scratch, guys. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Just pick up my shit that I put there. Yeah. No, but. Okay. Yeah. So, any anything else you want to talk about, real quick? Because we got it's an hour thirty. Or we we done. Good. All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, go check us out on Instagram, SideQuest underscore Podcast. Merch link in bio. Oh, uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out Linktree. I got I got an account on there, but I'm like I don't know what the fuck how to do this thing. So we'll probably have a TikTok up soon. Yeah, TikTok up soon. I thought I thought it would be fun because you were saying me to put some Battlefield clips. I was, instead of doing like individual, I'll just do like a montage. Be like Matt's, Matt's uh, Battlefield clips. Well, because I, I, I feel like we could do clips of whatever. Like especially if we're talking about a certain game. Yeah. Uh, like if, if we like if we do something like where we like if you clip out the Cyberpunk talk of the DLC, just put that in there. But with with pictures of, like just running over pedestrians or just going ham on like shootouts in Cyberpunk, 100%. just for fun. Or just do like yeah, just a clip of you cruising through Night City in like a sick ass car. Yeah, I think it would be Showing really off cool. Our outfits or something. Yeah. Now that we can change our outfits. What the fuck is happening? Someone dying over there. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> 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 All right, well, yeah. So TikTok soon. Hopefully, at some point, we get a YouTube going. Um, I thought Kevin had like smashed his jugular on the <laughs> table or something. It was like. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> we're all we're filming the podcast. He's like, <laughs> I'm just dying. 
Chun Li definitely has the thickest thighs in gaming. <laughs> while Kevin is bleeding out on the floor. <laughs> I've, I've said that, I think that'd be fun still to do with you. I've said to, to BJ we should do like a for like Valentine's Day or some shit. Just get real weird with it and go. Who's the most dateable video game babe of all time? Like and just get really. Yeah, we should do. We should number do one. My VR chat girlfriend. <laughs> That would be funny if we did a top ten, top ten video game babes. Hell yeah! We the thing is, would we go super far with it and just be real misogynistic as no, the joke? No, we would or, be, I, or no, no, yeah. we would, it'd be good. It'd be our favorite babes, the ones we had crushes on. Then we would rank like actually what who would be good like actual wise. Ayo, low key though, I'd bring. That's, that's gonna sound we, so we lonely. Would talk, <laughs> we would just talk about all the all you know, powerful, beautiful, thick. Big breast Powerful, breast. beautiful, thick, smart, sluts. <laughs> thick favorite, sluts, sluts in our, in our favorite video games. It would be good. I agree. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and put out put out there Daisy when I was a kid. Princess Daisy in the Mario universe was always the pick because like really? there's a reason she's one of my mains. Look, I'm just saying there was. Uh, it's because of the B move. Okay, you fucking <laughs> hammer. You're just mad because you can't defend it, pussy. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on the Instagram. Uh, and as always, uh, take it sleazy. I was wondering what the fuck you were going to do with that one. I was going to say lick my balls. But... <laughs> lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> <laughs> say it every time. <laughs> <laughs>